Welcome, welcome, welcome to a return episode, to the very first episode of My Thoughts, My Faults podcast of the year 2024. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy Terry Motherfucker Rocks. It's your boy Reezy in the building. Sorry if we guys if we forgot how to podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while. <laughs> These motherfuckers staring I'm at me. I'm laughing because I did this. Left that rust off. Year 25. <laughs> <laughs> we in 2025. 2024. Yeah, we in the future, y'all. No. Hey, y'all been, man. How was y'all Christmas? How was your new year? How was the holiday? How was the break? Man, that break was lovely. This is the longest break I get um, from both of my jobs. Two weeks. Of no working. Yeah, it's great. It's been great. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Amazing. I got some good uh, Christmas gifts. I got a really nice, really nice bag. Like a nice polo bag. It was a man, it's a amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man burst. It's man. not a merch. It's like a travel bag. It's fire. Though. Oh, oh yeah. Merch. Like a, I love those now. Uh, I'm thinking of getting rid of my small heart shell because I don't need it. Yeah, I'm Because I could put everything in this. I still got me a little small heart shell <laughs> that I might, you know, if I need to go to it. But this fucking bag, I'm finna just start buying swaggy bags. Like yeah, I'm, it's starting to be my new bag thing, lady. You know. Yeah, no. If I could fix, cause cause I haven't done a trip with winter shoes, but yeah, I either I'm probably just gonna use my big suitcase the next time I go on a vacation. But yeah, when I'm small trips, I use the little, little travel hand, you little know travel saying? bag. And you know little your bag is nice bag. when it comes with a bag. Over you know? oh, yeah. bag. When it comes with a bag. It's a bag for real. Yeah, nice little shirt. Yeah, those are really. That's big a nice shirt, see, Christmas gift. Oh, it's a shacket. No, I've had this for quite some time. Shacket. <laughs> <laughs> got the knees out. Definitely got the knees out. In the in got the heart of winter. With the with the with the old woman's on. Right. Yeah. No, actually, I got my mama new luggage. I got her a three three K set. Big. Oh, I did that. Mm. Big, last medium, Christmas. small. Yeah. I did that. Very luggage nice. always a good gift, it man. It is always, especially if you know they need it, because it's like, man. Getting to that airport is so much easier when everything's compartmentalized. compartmentalized. No, no, uh, what's that? No under the plane uh, luggage. Yeah, no. All carry ca- Pure carry on. Pure carry on. I mean, it the, the bag? I, if I'm traveling with film equipment, I have now, to. But if I don't have to, I'm real particular. I only fly Southwest. Ooh. So that's two free checked bags if oh. I want it. Okay. And. Okay. Two carry ons, too. Would so. it be crazy if I went and got some little okay, seasons? That's crazy. This? <laughs> yeah. So, I think anytime you go in and get little seasons, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, that bitch be hot and ready, though. You just walk in. Oh, out yeah. west, though, in the Mexican hoods, little Caesar is king. They be like, out there. I feel like you're doing Mexicans dirty by saying that. Like, I like little Caesars. I enjoy it. But it's not, uh, you know, my first choice anymore. No, definitely not kid, my first choice. Well, I wouldn't even choice. say, like, first choice, but of the. Shitty pizza around chains. Where was it yeah. you who was tweeting about tweeting about Papa John's? Papa John's is trash. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say no, Horrible. it wasn't you then. I t- I don't fuck with Papa John's. I don't Papa understand John's the garbage hype. And he racist. I don't understand the hype. Uh-huh, don't Shaq me? own Papa John's now? Hell no. Shaq does own Papa he got John's. Yeah, a steak in it probably. He'll own Papa uh, John's. I thought it was uh oh yeah maybe you might be right. I thought they it was walked Wayne his Scott. ass up out of that Who office. Got the thighs. That's uh Rick Ross. That's Rick Ross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, Domino's. Did you say who got the thighs? <laughs> you, you knew what I was talking about. You said exactly who it was. Yeah, I didn't say that shit. He said that shit. <laughs> he knew you talk about Wayne Stop? Bro, yes, Wayne. So I y'all talk about Rick Ross thighs, though. That's how it sounds like to the common <laughs> oh, viewer. It who got the thighs? It. Oh, that nigga Ross. He thighed he got up. got the wing stop thighs. That's the thigh bites. The wing stop. I remember the funniest joke when that, that shit came out. Cause <laughs> remember they bought the thighs out because they said it was a shortage of wings? <laughs> But, but if it's if it's a shortage of wings, how is it not a shortage of thighs? All right, the whole that shit is fucking the crazy. The whole bro. damn chicken. 
Because motherfuckers wasn't like, Motherfuckers are gonna clip the Go ahead, make some explanation. You don't know shit about I'm, I'm that. I'm telling you, look, at look, all. Look, 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 as far as fast food goes, yeah, it's gonna be wings, yeah. wing dings, Nando's, twelve piece wings. Nando's, I get a full bird. I can't full lie, bird. I get a full bird in Nando's. Yeah, I be going crazy. Motherfuckers be getting that shit for Thanksgiving. I get the, twel- and shit. the twelve piece wing with the two sides. That's I never had a wing, wing from See, Nando's. The Nando's wings is disrespectful. What? They what little mean? as fuck, tiny as it. No, Nando's got like bar wings, like yeah, they the got little wing thing. Yeah, I can't Grilled do that. Wings. That's not enough. I gotta give me a, a full thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I prefer dark meat over light meat though, so that's why I don't be going crazy with the whole bird. I don't or give a shit. <laughs> I'm eating it. It's getting eaten. Carnivore life for sure. Like hey. it don't matter what part of the bird it is, I'ma eat it. So um, who ate the chicken ass? That'll be Terry. You sound like Cat Williams a little bit right there. Oh, did are I? we getting yeah. into that? Also, just your voice inflection, the way you did that. I mean, if I sounded like this, <laughs> I can see what you're saying. <laughs> no, all right. So, you want to jump into the we man have of to. the hour, man? The man of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat, Cat in the Hat Williams. Yes, and we're sitting on set. We may be the only person in the world who hasn't seen the interview. Yeah, it's me. Bree has not seen the. She has not seen the Cat Williams interview, so I think this is going to be actually cool, us being able to talk to it uh, from a perspective of somebody that has never seen it. Have yeah. you not seen any of the clips and stuff? I have. Of course okay. you've seen some clips. I have seen the clips. I haven't watched the full three, three hour hours. Three hours, yeah, that is yeah. a tough task. No small <laughs> um, task. I love Cat Williams, though, so... so. I- Cat was in my all. Cat is in my all he, three. He he's t- he's definitely up there. He is a funny. He is funny. All right. He's in my top three comedians. <laughs> he's funny that's, and he's smart. That's what matters to me. Exactly. Like you got to be a smart man. That's a funny man though. Like can make you laugh off some of the simplest shit. But a, it's a lot of niggas tell jokes. You say it sometimes. His facial expression. His facial expression. His voice alone is yes, enough to garner laughs. Yes, his voice. Exactly. Those little things make him an elite uh, comedian. A lot of niggas can tell jokes, but like he also give you that knowledge in the jokes. That's that shit Dave Chappelle do. All the great ones do. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor. Um, yeah, I but, ain't the biggest Eddie fan, but you know. What? Eddie's great in his movies. His standards is good Eddie for the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Cat set the world on fire when he came out with his. Uh, he was on Club Shay Shay. He was on Club Shay Shay, and he just seemed to respond to multiple interviews that Shannon Sharp has had this year with uh, DL Hughley, <laughs> um, Cat. I mean, um, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve mm-hmm. Harvey, uh, Ricky Smiley. He just exposed them all. Ooh, ludicrous! Ludicrous! I know. I've been seeing the responses too. Who you think caught it the worst? Probably Sid, maybe. Sid, he got, he got, he got, he stole a joke. That was pretty. I mean, he got caught in four K stealing a joke. This is a slice. And the Kevin Hart one was crazy. Slice side bar, but do you remember Cedric the Entertainer laying um, dead in that one episode of Power? No, No. I've never seen him on Power. I promise you, it was him. Let me Google it while y'all keep talking. I think. uh, I think Ludacris caught it the worst. He basically said Ludacris was fucking for money, fucking for a deal in Hollywood. I mean, Mm. honestly, that's what he said. I'm like. He, he said, said he, he got said, an ugly white wife and he got a deal damn. for two hundred. Ugly light skinned wife, like got a I weird face. I heard the clip about the white, uh, about what he said about why he can't be caught dead with a white woman. And yeah. he's like I don't like white women, but 
I agree with him though. That's one. I, I just can't trust him. You just can't trust him. I get it as a black man. It's just a little scared. No, if I was not even just as a black man, if I was a black man with like a lot of power or just like a lot of fame or something, I would think that the powers that be would come at me using that. You know what I mean? That would be like the most easiest task they would come at me at. They would use the white girl. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Just out of just, just white period. girl and chicken. <laughs> He's stupid. But I, th- I just think that they would send the white girl at most black entertainers, and that's how they get them. You know, the what white I'm devil. That was in um, that was in a Chris Rock movie, wasn't it? That was yeah. in a Pootie Tang. Mm. Remember, like they wanted the secret out of, uh... yeah, like cause his belt was the secret, and they wanted the secret, so they sent that evil white bitch. I haven't seen Pootie Tang in a minute, but I, I'm pretty sure. But that was that, that was one of the stories. But yes. So yeah, Cat Williams definitely came, dropped this uh this big bomb interview. Uh. It seemed like he had a lot to get off his chest. He said, Shannon, you have uh, been sitting up here letting people lie to your face. <laughs> yes, I like that he addressed Shannon, too, because he came, like, directly to Shannon. Because uh, Shannon had every single one of these guests on his show already, right? Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was basically a response to everything that they had said in their previous interviews. And to me, I mean, that nigga, he came prepared. He had, like, a docket of shit he wanted to yeah, address, being, and he got Being held accountable as the person, what, interviewing and... Being able to vet what they're what they're saying and knowing your facts when you bring somebody onto the show, mm. yeah. Um, or at least even if it's not a fact, to make it sound like a fact. But I don't see Shannon in any fault because, like, like if somebody is telling you a story and you don't even know this shit, like, right. and it's like an inside exclusive. How is am I supposed to vet this? Like, I have no way to vet what somebody is telling me. Sometimes well, that's true. Um, I think I guess Speedy for one. Uh, his interviews, he was noted recently. He came at a fan for saying, like, uh, she said something like podcasting ain't the only, it's getting to your head because you on, basically you on TikTok showing out. And he came out with a reel, and his reel is really nice. Whoever's on his marketing team, shout mm-hmm. out shout out to y'all. But a lot of it is people being interviewed by him saying, like, who told you that? How you know that? Where you get this information from? And it's like, I feel like that's a part of being an interviewer. You got to be on your shit. Journalists, you got to be nosy. You got to be in people's mm-hmm. business. You got to you gotta know when they talking bullshit a little bit. Yeah, I thought Shannon did great in the interview, but I thought he um he also wasn't prepared for a guest like Cat Williams. Of course not. <laughs> like, I don't think Shannon. How many people has he interviewed? He's done a lot. He's been, he been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot. And he's not a fucking real journalist. Like, he's a nigga that's going to sit there and talk with you and ask you a few questions. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I don't feel like he's true to to what he's doing now like he was he was something similar before but this is a whole another realm where you're sitting and talking to people as opposed to talking to a camera where you know your facts and you reading Mm. reading Mm -hmm. off a sheet of paper Mm. pretty much yeah, it's like a barbershop talk, but like in yeah. the like it's den. Like he's he has the shit it's like, like his den class, is a study. It's like high class barbershop shit. talk. Yeah. But it's only like between two people, you know. Yeah. So it's more intimate. Yeah. More mm-hmm. intimate. I like Club Shay Shay though. It'd be decent. It's good. And I like the new shit he's doing with Ocho. Like I like that a little bit more than Club Shay Shay sometimes because I mean before that Cat Williams thing, it was decent. It was a little bit surface level. But now like that thing he doing with Ocho kind of like pull back the curtain. I see a little bit more of his Yeah, they be talking about some real horny shit on there. Yeah, they be wild. They be talking about like women farting during sex. Oh, they be talking about my gosh. how many times they fucked, them, fuck, how many women they fucked in one day. It's to crazy me, stuff. To me, it's crazy. Uh, I thought this was a sports show. Shannon came in and kind of did better than Stephen A. Off the, 
network type shit. You know what I'm saying? As far as like succeeding and not being so much of like a, a polished. He's more tolerable than Stephen A. Too. Like he's an yeah. easier listen. Yeah. Yeah. Or Shannon. Yeah, because yeah. Stephen A. Like he's gonna like you're gonna have your opinion about him just because of how he talks and stuff. You know, like. Okay, but um, back to the catch. We getting side. We getting sidetracked. But um, where do y'all want to start with? Like, like you said, who do you think got it the worst? I said Ludacris got it the worst because he basically said Ludacris uh, did him and Ludacris was offered the same deal for like two hundred million, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and one of us is in Fast and the Furious. Right, he team, said one of, like, one of us get, is not. <laughs> we got to do Shit. twenty movies for two hundred million dollars. He said, "What number <laughs> Fast and Furious is they on?" Ten. Shit, he halfway okay. there. Ten million. He got a hundred million. So. And he got a light skinned wife, so he told him he can't have a fucking the point of sideburns no more. Mm-hmm. Is uh one they wouldn't be able to have the same hair, so folks had to cut off his hair, which he did. Yeah, he got rid of the uh the braids, all that shit. He cleaned up the uh, the sideburns and shit, and he's been doing twenty then been doing ten movies. Yeah, I think Kevin might have got a little bit worse because it was the whole dress shit. Like he was going in, going in on all the people that wear the dresses. I I don't. I mean, that's you don't been, hold nothing to that. Kevin well, that's been who? said before. Kevin Hart wore a dress. Saturday Night Live, you should see it. it oh, it's, okay. it's actually crazy because it's like, it's a scene where he really didn't even have to, to be honest, be in it, but wear a dress at all. Like, I would have told somebody else, that's, I'm good on that. That shit not even, I'm good. Because he didn't really, he didn't even say anything in the sketch. He just mm-hmm. wore a dress and looked stupid. Um, So I think I, Kevin caught it bad, but the, my only thing is that we've seen so many comedians wear dresses already that it's like, all right, Kev, you wore a dress. Yeah, you and the Illuminati, it. it's cool. <laughs> to me, that's how I feel shit. Like that's the right of passage, is black men in Hollywood, huh? Man, you made it if you wear a dress. Yeah, I, I've heard about the the stigma around that, and I do think that I'm more so immune to it because it's if it's funny, I'm gonna laugh. Like I'm not thinking, wow, that's a black man in a dress, and he's they're emasculating him. They're emasculating him because of his level and status in Hollywood right now. I guess I never looked at it that way. Um, that's because you are progressive as shit. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> it didn't yeah. bother me when I was a kid, but the older I get now, it kind of does. But like, so it's you certain, wouldn't put it's on a dress right now. You said what? You wouldn't put on a dress. You want to be an actor. They come offering you. Didn't hey. they have on dress in uh, Major Pain? That was a '90s. Uh. That was hilarious. Like, I, I feel like certain cases it's funny. Like white chicks. Does that count for you? Because they're, they're, they're playing. That women. counts. That counts. Like they're playing women. I was talking about mama's house. I was talking to somebody about white chicks, and they was like, "But the Wayne brothers decided to do white chicks." I was like, "They also come from a big family of like uh, other niggas that have also worn the dress." Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> if I'm gonna wear the dress, at least let me do it in my own volition, right? Like I'm put on a dress in my own. I'm gonna direct the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna make yeah. it funny. They put on a dress. That shit was hilarious. I can't. Lie. White chicks is great. I'm asking you though, would you wear a dress if you knew you had you was? All right, I'm in the thing now. It's, it's big better than sucking dick. All right, cool. It depends. Like, how, how, like, am I being like humiliated, like, legit? Because it's, really like, it's really the same thing. It's really the same thing. Because it's like, either, because, like, because you, you could suck a dick behind closed doors and nobody will ever know, right? But it no. would be speculation, but nobody will ever know that for real. And <laughs> I would know. The thing is, nobody will ever come up to your face and say, yo, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's probably but, that type of situation. But putting on the dress, yeah, because you act. The dress is like the, the public humiliation, so maybe you don't got to suck it. Is it public it like humiliation, that. though, is what I'm asking. Oh, you I would just, trade that off for sure, a thousand you just, percent. You just asked the that. Dress, the dress for instead of a dick, for sure. 
Because I could make the dress shit funny. You can't make sucking exactly. dick funny. Exactly, and well, that's what I think. That's why I think your mind goes well, from well, the and dress. And plus, like no, no weird shit. Like when I was a kid, I used to put like like shit on. Like you know, I'll wear like some fucking some some girl oh. shoes or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. But like, I was never no gay shit. It's I think just like, oh. I think I think that's that's where they trick you because because it don't matter if I suck a dick behind closed doors, right? Pause is gonna get crazy right here. This I know this goes sound crazy. Y'all just go. Twenty twenty four, y'all. It's a new year. Listen, if I'm gonna suck a dick behind closed doors, y'all can come with me with all those gay rumors you want, right? None of that shit really gonna fly. If me and the only person I know did that, inside the NDA. Now check this out. Your nightmare is gonna. Once be crazy. I wear that dress, oh, everybody oh, no. gonna think oh, I suck a dick anyway. Oh, yeah, anyway, that's true. you get I what I'm that. saying? I see what and you're so saying. sometimes, why choosing the latter? Cause they pretty much saying, "Oh, you you get you getting fucked." You yeah, know? it's like it's like Hollywood bitch. You Hollywood bitch. Like everybody that we have seen, where like the dress is damn near like a, a physical. Um, uh, you suck the dick. It's like a it's like a out there. You suck. It's the like, dick. Uh, but you wouldn't care because I can't think what? Of word. I'm saying the sucking the dick behind the closed door is probably better because if I if you if you can't associate me with a dress or anything like that, nobody knows. That I'm getting my success this way. If I right. wear that dress, they already thinking I'm sucking a dick. Okay, mm. so, so it's it's just. Well, let's take it to Diddy. Right. Right. Mm. Everybody speculates that he's sucking dick or having people suck dick and, mm. and, and, and watching and, it. And Diddy ain't never had to wear no fucking dress. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right. You got to think about these the niggas, right? That I, 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 I'm gonna go on record. The reason that I like Diddy is because the man makes so much money. You can say I suck dick all you want. I'm about to go drop this 500 mil um, at the at the mall and not it's give a fuck. 500 million dollars at the mall is crazy. <laughs> and not give no fuck about what you got to say about it. <laughs> right, he's clearly a, 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 a just, proud homosexual. I yeah. just feel like, I just feel like just not out. I get what you're saying. Like certain shit, you can say... What you want about me? But if I'm, it ain't I'm no track now. record, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but when I get there, you ain't gonna say that shit to my face. So, whatever. But when you wear yeah, that you dress, think people tell tell Diddy like I heard you be having. I mean, no, nah, you, you nah. crazy to say shit Not like that to, to Diddy. He's so upright <laughs> now. He beat niggas up too. I That's heard the crazy you be part. Having them parties when niggas be, you know. But any nigga <laughs> with less money and less, you know, less power, but they would say some shit like that. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. And so I'm just saying. Yeah. Choose, choose your poison. It's a, it's so you would take the dress, nigga. I mean, I really wouldn't want to. I would I would think that I'd be against it, you know. But you know mm-hmm. what? But depending on how the, ro- the role is. Like, I don't think I would kiss <laughs> Listen, a nigga either. I'm such a, um empathetic person. I can understand both sides. So we just broke down your side. What he's saying is that as an actor, if I get offered a role and mm-hmm. they ask me to wear a dress and I know I can make that shit funny, I'm going to do it. Perfect, perfect fu- fucking example. This is not a dress, but it's a similar situation. The shy. <laughs> okay. Okay. There was a transgender uh lady that oh, yeah, yeah. Lena Wave, you know, she was she bought into the shy. Mm-hmm. And she wanted uh one of the one of the actors. I don't even want to I only want to bring his name up and shit. Basically, it was a rumor, which I don't even necessarily believe the rumor, that he left the show because, because he, uh, yeah, his I, character was supposed to start dating the transgender. Now, could you do that? Be could with I somebody transgender on the show? On the show. No. Really? You couldn't do that. I don't that's think so. The line? I mean, it's because that's the actual like a uh, physical role. Like I don't want to, I don't want to do anything actually gay. You know, like put on a dress is not actually, actually gay. gay. But he's actually being a straight character. I mean, okay, 
Okay, yeah. what were you about to say? Because yeah. you sound like you was going down. Uh, go ahead, say what you was going to say. <laughs> he said it's actually a straight character. I mean, like, what? Because she's what a transgender. Change? Yeah, what does it change from the dress to... F- f- kissing a man and doing something <laughs> like that compared to wearing a dress? What do you mean? What does it change? A lot. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, I'm semi-distracted by this Packers game, but, like, every time I hear y'all, y'all saying some crazy shit to me. <laughs> well, would you do this? Why is everybody asking me this shit? Because I fucking want to act. Sorry. Sorry I'm comical and think but I can be anyway, on TV. anyway, no, for real. Like, you get if, out you're, out of if you're pretending to kiss them, what's the difference? What do you mean? What is the difference so between wearing a dress and kissing a guy? So you do you think that you're What's the difference between wearing them pants and kissing a girl? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a transgender what? woman though. So it's not like she's even a she's a guy. She's That's a she was. Saying. Okay. She was she's not though. anymore. And why does that matter? What more do you so mean she's the... not anymore? I can so still wait, see her strong ass kiss, hands. You would you would kiss a random female on set. Yeah. Okay. But it's not about you not knowing whether he sucked dicks or whether he might have a disease. I don't want to kiss a boy. <laughs> it's, it's not anymore, a right? But I don't know where you was going. You said what? Sucking dicks. Transgenders gonna was, be sucking some dicks. That's what I'm saying. But so do females. That's what I'm saying. I see what you said. Yeah. And he don't care. I'm about to take like, a lesser two evils. They both I see what you said. It's, they it's both no have difference. STDs. It's no difference. It's no difference. It is, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's no difference. It is. It totally is. They both oh, have an STD. It's, it's not about against the uh, the trans community. It's just not my my cup of tea, and that's fair, right? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, is it fair? Uh, is what? Wait, is what fair? I don't think it's fair. To not want to kiss a guy. Be, okay, so let because you never really truly agree. Yeah, because you really kind of bitched out of that of that dress thing, bro. Yeah, like, I didn't. Agree. I said I would kind of do it, but I would hope I wouldn't fucking do it. Why? Why? I don't know. Like you can't. Answer, what is your reason? Because you can is act like a woman, but then you can't. It's just all acting at the end of the day, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm so, saying. So that's she's, what I'm she's saying. basically saying if you want to act level like a woman, or could I kiss? Wait, okay, hold on. Can you? Act, it's basically the same shit. Like you acting like a woman, right? Because mm-hmm. you kiss a guy. It's the, I could do a I could do a voice like this, but that's not the same as kissing the fucking guy. Okay, you acting. think it makes you gay to kiss a guy? What on camera? If you're acting, is it too gay to kiss a guy? Yes, that's too gay to kiss a guy. <laughs> he said, "Do you think it makes you gay?" Yeah, <laughs> kinda. And not acting? for real. Why? Not for real, but yeah, gay enough. <laughs> Is acting? Hey, like, yeah, I saw folks as he's getting down. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's hard for me to watch those scenes in movies now. So you can only do basically one end of the spectrum, not the other. Uh, Wearing clothing is different than than doing clothing. It's all it just, in the same I mean, vein. Though. Yo, right, your whole explanation just now was like, if the script, if if it was funny in the script. If the script calls for it, nigga, if you making the moon like this shit gonna win best picture, it has the ability to do that. If you wholeheartedly feel that. You're not gonna do this gay role. That's what that's what I was. Yeah, asking. probably not. Then I'm gonna be typecast as the gay dude forever. I don't want to be that. I don't think so. Mahershala. I mean, he wasn't gay in the movie. I right. He, he. Yeah. It's different. Now the other little and black Michael boy, Michael K. Williams. He's been gay in everything ever since. Fucking, <laughs> what you call it? What about the guy from the Pink? Is he gay in real life? I don't think he, he gay. gotta be gay. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's gay in real life. I think nah, folks I think gotta be gay. gay. You talking about Little Murdo or Uncle Clifford? Not Little Murdo. <laughs> they. That's two gay ass men to me. You, you think both of them? That's two gay ass men. Little Murdo got a wife. Yeah, wow. I was gonna say yeah, he's little married. murder got yeah, an old no, family. He yeah, he got an old family. Women love him though, but I'm I'm Right. So like a little murder role. You you could have been little murder, bro. I don't think bro. I could do it. Yeah, okay. See, I don't think I could do it. 
Jumped, jump started his career though. I love him. And that showed uh, his range. To me, that's a very his, good actor. He showed I, say, I love his, his character in there because and, of uh, I'm a Neanderthal. Sorry guys. I can't there's certain <laughs> things I just can't do. Not a Neanderthal. Oh Dang. man. I think I think five minutes in Hollywood with the right person in your mind could change. Nigga, you say that just because you go easily. <laughs> what? I can admit it though. You give me the right role and you give me bah, bah, blah, blah, I got blah. I got a little bit more moral compass to you though. Yay. I stand on a little bit more shit. Hey. Stand on business. At least I'm honest enough Could you to do, uh, I'm honest too. I'm honest. The fact that I'm even debating it means I'm honest. <laughs> Could what? you do a a rape bro? Could I rape someone on camera? Or get raped on camera? <laughs> Getting raped on camera is crazy. That's terrible. But I probably getting raped on camera is crazy. Oh my god, that is crazy. (laughs) He said he could do it. Like, uh, like oh, I could Tita. Like when he raped her in the the fish tank, I could do that. It's sad. People hate me, but Lawrence Fishburne survived that. So I don't understand where. But the nigga, but the nigga, Ving Rhames did not survive getting raped on camera from um. Holiday Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Oh yeah, Pulp Fiction. That what do you mean crazy. he didn't survive? He had so many roles since then. Yeah, a lot of roles. Not very many straight roles. Yes, he has. He has a lot, though. Like what? He's in Mission Impossible, every single one. His biggest his biggest role is Holly Hart, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, when you know, that's his best role. That is his biggest he, and role. And he choked up uh, And then Joey. Rose, wasn't he in Rosewood or whatever the name of that was? He was in Rosewood. And then, but he's um, been in all the Mission Impossibles. Like consistently, go. God damn, that was crazy. He was a character in, in Call of Duty World War Two. I feel like that's along the strains of acting. Um, Expendables. Ving Rhames been a lot of shit, man. Come on, man, you throwing out some Stop. bullshit talking about some Expendables. Ah, you just discrediting the man. Yeah, He's yeah. had hella roles since then. All right, fine. But my thing is, is I don't understand where your lines are, are drawn. You, you're, I guess I don't understand where my lines are drawn either. Your moral is it moral? Your moral compass, I guess. It's like yeah, this nigga all over the, the perfect place. roles to come across his chest. <laughs> About perfect roles. Why I gotta have the, the fucking the rape role or the fucking gay role? I'm just saying. Why can't I get a regular these role? Are What's to be offered in Hollywood? These are extremes. These are the extremes. It seems and like the controversial can, extremes. Yeah, yeah, when you get to those paths, like when you get to that level, boom. You're right. You don't have to have a bunch of rape roles, but when that one do come across your desk and you know the next one, propels or the wife you, beater, are you, you gonna take a beater role? That's more respectable than a fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's crazy. For me, that's I'm sorry. Crazy. It's terrible, but it, that is what hey. it is. Than just being a gay guy. That's exactly. Crazy. That is so fucking. Crazy. I could be a gay guy, Y'all but go, if I have to actually do gay stuff, I probably eat couldn't your ass do it. Up, right. And I can't wait. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think like this. That's funny. I, uh, right. Anything, anything else we can break out of that cat Williams? I think he brought. There was, was a million things we could talk yeah, about. In the cat I think Williams he sparked shit. so many conversations though. Uh, we talked about Ludacris. We talked about stealing the joke, which I didn't think that was that bad. Um, <laughs> Steve Harvey shit. What did he say about Steve? Oh, Steve hating on Bernie Mac. That mm-hmm. was, that's, come he on, called man. fucking, uh, what you call it, to try to get his role? That is yeah, Ocean's 11. Listen, can't nobody do what Bernie did in any of them damn movies, especially Ocean's 11. I wouldn't say that, but he was great. Bernie mm-hmm. was great. Who else? There's a bunch of great black actors that could do what Bernie did. His role was kind of minimal. You're right. I just want to up credit. He's from Chicago. I want to, you know no, what I'm Bernie's saying? Hilarious. I want to put him on that pedestal. And he yeah. was the best in King of Comedies. Easily. Yeah, that That's was. Not even uh, but the, and the, I like D. I like D. I know everybody say D. L. My like booty itch. Oh, D. L. is good. Uh, D. L. is like one of my favorite piece, people. He's probably to watch the second interviews. funniest. He's definitely. I love watching was, his interviews. Was funny as hell on the King of Comedy. And he 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 remains funny to like to this day. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like this show too. He had a good show. Yeah. What was it called? The Hughleys. The Hughleys was a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, what else? Uh. What was he? I know everybody was like he was spitting some facts on there about a lot of people. So it was just like the people that you all name. 
He's talking about like why uh, he's not worried like about being blackballed and stuff because he's talking about nigga. I've kept so much information. Like that's when when I come in the room, people's heads go down. <laughs> Kevin lied about uh, being in the comedy store and stuff because he just did a documentary of Chris Rock showing his whole he did thing was on the East Coast. He literally called him an industry plant. <laughs> you think Kevin Hart's industry plant? Well, I know Kevin that big on the on the East Coast, right? Because he was with Rockefeller. He was signing Dame Dash. That's how he did Paper Soldiers and all that other shit. And then he might be when he got to the. I mean, the Soul Plane. He could. I mean, but how do you get to Soul Plane though? The niggas start like he started. That's his a own. crazy jump. How do you go straight from like boom to the star role in a movie? Niggas usually do a TV show first. It usually be mad shit. He did. A, he did a TV show. It just didn't get picked up. And you get Soul Plane with all the stars that was in Soul Plane. You yeah. get Soul Plane as a lead actor. That shit is that's. I'm just saying, man, you got to start calling a spade a spade. And he, had, he got an old girl from, from Friday at the Next and that is his uh, on-screen. Uh, love interest, love Donna. Interest. Yeah, 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 Donna was co- so, super cold. I wonder what happened to her. She was in that, right? She was the main one. Yeah, yeah, Because what was the name? Nashawn. I can't. <laughs> Nashawn. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, do you think he's a plant, though, with the information that you have? Yeah, if so, he took it to the next level, though. Like, once you're a plant and you're a successful plant, then it was it worked out. That's how I feel about it. You know? He's arguably the biggest comedian of all time, I would say, right? In the top track, I see a man topless. I haven't seen anybody else do a, 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 a field, a stadium show. You are <laughs> scrolling and what have you. Damn, it's crazy. I don't want to call Kevin Hart the biggest comedian ever. That cause, just because it has sounds, but he probably is, probably numbers-wise, is. right? Yeah, absolutely. He be doing stand-ups in other countries, which is crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, that nigga did the fuck. He did one at the Philly Stadium. That was uh, the, the Eagle Stadium. Is that just okay, people. though? Is that, is that enough for everybody just to shut the fuck up, though? Because you're that successful and famous, does that mean people just get to shut up because you have success? No, because like, com- comedy is subjective. Comedy is subjective. Because he's yeah. not the funniest by far, but I think he's very funny, for sure. Like I, I don't I like that like, people would like, say that he's not like funny. I feel like he's gotten um, his flowers truly yet. Like, he's good. He's uh, got a lot of roles, and he's... A, a well-known comedian, a well-known black man. But um, a lot of people don't like him because of his range, you know, and he just starting to embark on roles where he's not a comedian, I guess you could say. Yeah, he um, finna drop this new movie on Netflix. It's called uh, Risk. I don't Lift. know if y'all saw it. Oh, Lift. 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 Yeah, that's going to be some bullshit. Yeah, that looks terrible. <laughs> hey, listen. It's been done so many times. Like I looked at We still in the whole plane? I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a simp for a plane movie. Mm. Once, if you, heist, you show though. Me some shit it's on the heist. Plane, heist. It's, it's called Lift. It's called Lift. I'm saying, right. like, the concept well, the heist, is heist. A heist film. It's like, how many you of those me. do we have a year, damn near? We get like, heist yeah, that's, that's, that's heist. never going away. And movies, or, or, uh, movies and series on heist, it's like, I feel like overdone. I'm tired. Nah, you tired of seeing it, watch a nigga steal, huh? I'm, I'm just, it's just like, all right. What's your good? favorite heist movie ever? Heist movie ever? Um, Tough, I right? like the, nah, not, really. I not it. I ever of all time, but I liked, what was the one? Lady. Um, Lady Killers. That one Lady was Killers good. was great. Lady <laughs> Killers don't get enough credit. Shout out to Lady Killers. Hey, I was obsessed with them. That movie was amazing. <laughs> you brought your favorite, bitch but it's, to the Waffle Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted about that shit the other day. That movie is that's, hilarious. So that's that's, I didn't say it's my favorite. It's, it's one of my, my favorites. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. Um, I love all the Oceans movies, of course. I like the Oceans. Um, What's the other one, though, with the... Uh, that Tower Heist was pretty good. With the cards. Italian Italian job was great. one for me. Uh, 
Oh, going lucky. to 60 seconds is one for me, too. L- uh, lucky number 11? Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, no, you're talking about... Hey, uh, uh 21. Let's see what Common and Alicia no, Keys. No, with the... With the magicians. Yes. Uh, with the prestige? Now you see it. Now you see it. Oh, now you see it. Now you see it was good. Now you see it was great. Now you see me. That is definitely a good Both one. Both those. The yeah, first two were good. don't ever stop making heist movies. Right. <laughs> right. What are you okay. talking about? Like, I'm done with this. I got about 50 more in this bitch. It's not done What was the one with Zach Galifianakis? That shit was fucking hilarious. Zach Galifianakis, a heist? Where they, they robbed Wells Fargo or some shit for like hella millions of dollars. It took like $40 million from Wells Fargo. Oh. Masterminds. It was with him and uh, Owen Wilson and shit. Okay. Well, Luke yeah, Wilson. Yeah, it's not that I don't like them. It's just like... If you're gonna come out with another one, it better be spectacular because we've seen it. So oh, no, this one's gonna be bullshit. That looks pretty trash. Because <laughs> like he was, he responded back to uh, Cat. He was like, "You gotta get the hate out your heart, champ." Sp- meanwhile, check out my new movie. Live. I'm like, damn, this trailer looks terrible. Yeah, I went to go look at the trailer. I'm like, yo, first of all, they got Kev. If he was gonna do a movie like this, he needed to be around some other like substantial actors. It's a bunch of no it's names. It's no in this names bitch. in there. I'm like, bro, you because he gonna get ate the fuck up. He not like that when it comes to the actor. He's the mastermind, yeah. isn't he? He's like the the guy. Yeah, see, the, I don't buy that. Yeah, and it's, not, it's hard for me to take him serious in this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I mean, what was the one he did though? The that his, nigga should be doing that. Nigga should be on that limited series joint. It was, was actually called? very good. Wait, you, oh, you talking about that? With him, that shit him was great. His, that with was, his brother? it was based on his real life situation. Now, that was great. Yeah. That was the best thing he had done in a yes. while. That actually made me, with Wesley Snipes. Yes. That made me have respect for him. Yes. That, that show, yeah, he kind of um, won me back with that. I, like, as far, as far as his range goes, he has been doing good lately with that. And then uh, the one with Brian Cranston, I don't know if you guys watched that. was that. good. It was good. The Upside good. Down or something like yeah. that? Yeah. The Upside. Yeah. See, I, I wasn't a big, that was a remake. It, yeah, it was a That remake. was a French movie that was already massively successful. They yeah. just remade it for Americans. Yeah, like, yeah, but I It's not I hard to redo somebody's shit like that. I liked it. You still got to um, perform. You still got to do the, the role. Man, mm. that nigga should be on Night School 4. <laughs> that shit was <laughs> Night School was great. Night School was great. He should be on Night School 4 right now. But yeah, Tiffany Haddish got a lot of flack too, obviously. Oh, Tiffany Haddish called. But what you, what, do you like Tiffany Haddish? Um, mildly. Because maybe like, I'm not... As a as a woman, I think women relate to women comics better, just off subject matter. So maybe I, I might not that, be the best guy to go in on. But Tiffany it's Hattie. not even that. I think that a lot of women, and I think she's one of the women that play let play on sex and just nasty jokes all the time. Yeah, and um, she's like a female Kevin Hart almost. But I don't, I don't think she's terrible as an act actress. She's I think. good at acting. She's yeah. bad at comedy. I like, haven't, yeah, I haven't like. I like seen, her roles in the seen movie. her. In a comedic way and been like dying laughing. Because right, she was never. great in Girls Trip. She was great in Night School. I couldn't tell you anything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would say about her. I think I like her better as a, as a funny actress. To me, she should have just stayed. She should have never tried to even go mess with stand-up comedy. But they all. But they, they that's like you got to pay your dues. They all they, 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 they need shit. to, though. Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. They think that that's, that if I'm going to be seen as a comedian, I have to do a stand-up. Like, mm-hmm. Kev should just quit. I think if it wasn't a revenue stream, Kev should just stop doing stand-up comedy right now. No, nah, hell really? no. Kev's good at stand-up. Yeah, I was going to say, I think his, he's had some Kev's last stand-up. comics, stand-ups have sucked. Yeah, but he's got some great ones, though. He's got, like, three classics. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the three-classic rule. Okay. Cat got three classics. Rule? If you got, on the stand-up side, like, if you got three classics, Cat got old three classics, Kev got three classics, maybe two classics. No, Kev got three classics. He got... Grown little man, mm-hmm. he got seriously funny, and he got the last one where he's at the guard. He got the one with the, the guard. With the fire, was that yeah. the fire? Okay, yeah. that was a those first three are, are incredible. 
Okay, so Cat got about three classics. Eddie Murphy got maybe one classic. He got two classics. Delirious and Raw. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard probably got one classic to me. So it, it, when it comes to these classics, you're like, I think I have to start putting Kev in some big conversations. Because Kev like, is arguably the biggest comedian of Kev, all time. I mean, Cat. Cat said he got 12 specials. I have 12 He got specials. 12 specials, but he got three classics. Yeah. And that's, to me, on par with some of the biggest comedians. Like, we be trying to put Eddie Murphy up there. He is not messing with Cat Williams and Kevin Hart when it comes to the number of to specials. To the stand-ups, but mm-hmm. um, Eddie Murphy got Eddie, a, Eddie, Eddie act, got motherfuckers in the movie role. Yeah. Eddie got all of them niggas killed on the movie tip. Yeah. It's not even close. Okay. Yeah. It's not even close. Like, all, like he got three classic films. And like, who all, I honestly think might be the three best. He got one of the best comedic films He of got all more time, than three classic films, but I think he got the three best black comedies of all time. Yeah. Life, Harlem Nights, and Fucking Coming to America. And he yeah. was a star in each one of those. Yep. So yeah, okay. those night, the Beverly Hills Cop commercial looked great. Can't wait to see that come out. Um, He got The Nutty Professor. Nutty one Professor, in my opinion... It's just my opinion. It's funnier than coming to America. You out of your mind, but coming it's hilarious. Coming totally to, agree, Bree. Coming really? to America, coming to America is amazing. Was not as funny. Like not when, as I funny. when I rewatch, I don't understand. It even, not as funny. It's funny, but good call. It's like, I don't understand right. that. Let us know in the comments what totally you think. Totally agree. Nutty professor, Nutty one, professor. One, which one? One or two? The, I like two too. I like two was the best. Two was better than one to me I, easily. <laughs> Jan Jackson, she did a thing. Demita like, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I they, think they that they too. were pretty good, though. I think <laughs> that water, that <laughs> dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, hell no, that it. He put his fucking head. Shit, Norbert was funny as hell. Norbert is great. Norbert was great. Norbert was great. So what is about that? He's wearing a dress. It's like is uh, that like Eddie Murphy bending it? But that's different though, right? Huh? That's different though, right? What you mean? Cause it's like it's a certain nope. it's certain roles where it's, it's like nah, the dress. Shit. They go full dress. Him and Martin be going full dress. Right. You, they go he's make a full up, woman. Full woman. Right. Yeah. It's not like he's a man in a dress. It's more of a him Bro, playing a woman. If you Martin, Eddie Murphy, Tyler Perry, you they go all the way. They get the big bucks. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> get the big bucks. Somebody uh, <laughs> speaking of the dress was comparing um, Mrs. Doubtfire to uh, oh yeah, I mean to Medea. And they said it's not the same because that was a, a dad trying to win his ch- children back. No, the white comedians do it too. It's just not big in the community. I think they, I don't, I just think they don't care. But I think they try to break the white comedians too. Like they put them in dresses. Yeah, no, Mrs. Alfire was in a dress, but I think it, it's like I don't, I don't think the Illuminati necessarily deals with. I don't think it's so much about white or black men. I think it's about gay men. Being like power at the top. I think, oh, that's what Kat said too. I it, think it's a it's lot a, of gay men at the top. It's not about the power. white side or the black side. It's about the right side and the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. I just think the it's right a lot side of, to be on and the wrong side. I think to be when on. you get up there, it's a lot of sexual fluidity, and um, I think they want to see the world as they portray, as they see it. You know what I'm saying? And that don't. And sometimes it's like a man wearing a dress mm-hmm. or a woman being super masculine. Like I think that's just. I, I think it gets way freakier than just race. When you get yeah. up to them things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Can but uh, uh another another thing that you were saying, like Kevin Hart getting his, his flowers, I don't think he'll get his flowers until he stopped doing stuff. You stop know? doing what? He gotta he gotta take a little break. Stop doing what though? You said stop movies, doing stuff. Movies and comedy. Yeah, <laughs> nigga is not set down for niggas like gotta sit down for like, like I years. I can't miss you if you never go away type shit. Yeah, uh it's like motherfuckers don't get drink his flowers. It ain't gonna happen. I'm soon. Oh yeah, no, I. But I think that's more so of, of well, I guess it's my opinion of hating situation when people be mm. hating on him. But uh, K 
Kevin, Kevin be having some hit or misses. That's just the facts. It's yeah. just like you, I guess, like you said, he does need to uh, simmer down for a, a period of time. More than anything for me, though, I do th- do think he needs to focus on what's missing from his portfolio, which is that range. Like, try to stop being funny all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, be somebody else. Then maybe we'll miss you as a comedian and say, oh, yeah, he used to be a really funny guy, you know? Yeah, all he, got, he got all the resources to make his own movie where he don't have to be funny. Like, he yes. can, like, produce his own shit. Well, I'm going to be serious and blah, blah, blah. This is how it's mm-hmm. going to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, enough of that Cat Williams stuff, I guess. Y'all yeah, gonna talk about Epstein or y'all got some other shit? Uh, no, let's talk about Epstein. Did I of course not. It's like a hundred. It's like a thousand like 900 pages. Nine hundred pages. Yeah. I heard Beyonce was on the list. I wouldn't be surprised if she was showed up to the island. I actually haven't seen the whole list. I kind of I read through some of the documents, um, but I didn't see all the names. I, nobody has like broke it all down for me. Right, yet. and everybody that's on the list doesn't mean that they were there to fuck little kids and stuff. But then what were they there to do? That's what they were saying. Because yeah. like, it's a private island. Like you could be there to, like to enjoy somebody's island, eat, you know, swim around and shit. You know, yeah, like I don't that. care. I think anybody that was in association <laughs> with niggas like that is slimy. Dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, and they, I think they have an agenda. They and were, I want to know the agenda. They were in the comments, of course, defending Queen B. They were saying she went to the island for certain reasons, and that's why I was like, well, you know, from what we know about this island, it wasn't. She maybe really, didn't go. Uh, wasn't really the best place to be. So. Mm. And I want to say this is all speculation. Yeah, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, we we're just speculating. Allegedly. But just maybe she didn't maybe go to the island just to have sex with no kids, but maybe she drunk some kids' blood. Or maybe she... <laughs> she could have. It's other shit that you they can... Have all it's other rituals, rituals that you could be yeah. doing other than just going to sexually assault some kids. Like, what about the what about the kids that can't talk? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The ones that have totally disappeared. Like, Yeah, they, had to, they bought some French motherfuckers out and flew them right back to France the next day type mm-hmm. shit. You never know. Like, do have they... Is it anybody that's been killed? I don't think they got any murders. That we know about, Right, dog. correct. I, come on, dog. This is that rich, this you is, can hide anything. When you, with your own island, yeah. <laughs> you pay everybody on the island. When you that rich and have that much power, bro, you yeah. can do whatever you want to do. They was cooking them kids. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is uh, very sad. I actually turned the Epstein documentary back on, Filthy Rich, for the first time since it came out. Mm-hmm. Just because of the list dropping out. I was like, man, that nigga was really wild. No, spazzing. I can only imagine. Uh, like, how you become a billionaire and no one knows where you get your money from? That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like a billionaire? Apparently, they said he was like uh, just in control of a lot, a lot of rich people' money. Mm-hmm. Financial, like, advisors financial advisors and advisors shit. Type yeah, and they said that's a. I don't want to say an easy way to make money, but it's an easy way to become a billionaire fast when you watching other people's money go in and out of their accounts and and monitoring that shit. Oh, you, you can, can make say shit. anything. Yeah, you can have relationships with, yo, bro. We are gonna put the deal through over here. Just give me, you know what I'm saying? Just give like me that this shit amount. Fail, that shit fail. And you telling somebody it might fail with that type of money you playing with, uh, twenty million might fail. You feel yeah. me? That might be a, a business opportunity that just fucked up. All right, we could write it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make that back. Twenty million <laughs> in my pocket, dog. Crazy. And then Jelaine, I was reading through her little testimony because it was basically like. The first part of the document, because I only got to like 100 pages, I think, maybe if I got that far, but uh, it was basically just them interviewing her the entire time. She had her lawyer in the room. And, I mean, just the questions was crazy, but she was doing a really good job at, like, combating a lot of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But more got to come out, man. I'm excited to see. Yeah, me too. They said on the 22nd, I think the actual name is supposed to be released, like the flight logs. 
I think I thought this was the flight logs, right? So this that came out was the flight logs, and then his client list is supposed to come out on the twenty second. So client list is a little bit different. I guess these are the people he actually work with. Mm. But it's still, none of us going to tell us like who was doing what and when. You know, I don't and, like know. you could use the plane for like other shit. You don't have to use the plane to go. You know, I wouldn't be surprised things. if Jeffrey Epstein was chilling with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted the big people that remember because the the Clintons put in that big drug act. Mm. They kind of sent a lot of black people to prison. Ain't no kind of. They, they did. And they had to come back and they had to apologize for all of that. I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein is one of the biggest. Um, proponents? Not proponents, but investors in, in private prisons. prisons. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing with that type of money. I'm so, it's just so much stuff, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky topic. You never know what's going on. Mm. But, um. Anymore. Prayers for the victims and whatever. Oh, yeah, know. prayers for all the victims. Any more Epstein? Uh, no. Any I more Epstein spices? Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, still, it's still new. We still got to wait. It's crazy. I kind of feel like that Cat Williams shit came out just to kind of overshadow the, the Jeff around and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. go to that pack show. Let we do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, this question about children, you want to talk about that? Oh. Or podcasting history, or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day, like how much is uh okay. Of course, I'm a new dad. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. <laughs> I was thinking about how much of our lives is already set in stone, and how much is influenced is influenced by like actual people. That's a good question. Uh, like, I was thinking about that the other day, um, but it was in relations. To oh, it's crazy the Cat Williams stuff because I was seeing um, the transgender community come come at him on TikTok. They were so funny. They were like, "It's giving angry client. It's giving mm-hmm. <laughs> disgruntled <laughs> disgruntled client that got mad and now he won't let it go." And like they were basically talking about how he the won't. transgender community is coming at Cat. Yeah, uh, not Cat. Um, Dave. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Basically saying that he won't stop talking about them. Right, okay. You know, um, and he won't let it go. But I was, uh, the, this particular person was trans, and they, you could tell they was a man, but they looked really good, like, for a woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Like, it's, like, crazy. But you could how, tell they was a man? I could. Uh, I don't know how many brothers would be able to. No, but. I was going to say that. How could you tell? Because my, my, the way I tell is, like, the hands and the feet Definitely and hands, shoulders. Feet, neck. Hands, feet, yeah, jawline. Yeah, it was a couple of things. But I was thinking about this. was like this person grew up and wanted to be this. But how how long ago was it instilled into their lives? A lot of people believe that they were biologically gay out of the womb, uh, you know, or biologically a woman out of the womb. So they decide to make that change. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was, I guess I was wondering the same thing. So we get back to the question. And all in all, it's like, I think it's hard to say. I think, I don't know. You're saying like other are people influenced to be? I think it's, it's, a, it's a fine line. Like a nudge? Yeah. Like, yeah, do this. Go be. I think cut it's your balls off. Well, I was just thinking, because I was like, I'm raising my daughter, right? I could raise her the best way possible. I could put her in the best schools. All of this shit, right? And then at the end of the day, she could just choose to be like, I'm going to go do some crazy a shit and fuck up. You know killer. what I mean? And like, and so then fuck I start. Fuck you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So then I started thinking like, uh, then I was watching, I'd be watching documentaries. Yeah. The, the documentaries are, always start off such a happy kid. Yeah. Did all had of this. Had a great life. Had a great Both life. Parents you know in what the I'm house. saying? And so like, how much of this shit is already written, right? And is my, what am I, if I'm, is what I'm doing here completely insignificant to what they're going to be <laughs> when they grow up? You know what I'm saying? Am I yeah. just a nigga babysitting? I think that it's, it's 50-50, but I, I mean, you know, just referencing again, my nephew, I think about that because he's getting older and he's going to be going off to school soon where nobody in our family is going to be around. And it's yeah. like for the first time ever, there's a chance he's going to be influenced by children. Whatever. <laughs> Other Whatever. people's kids. Like, you never know. You yeah. never know what what it what it can take. Um, um. The butterfly effect, that movie, and that how, was crazy. how many times like things could just change because one thing mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Like I be thinking about that. Like that was a great film. What if what you know, like what if somebody hurts his feelings and that changes the trajectory of how he sees emotion? You yeah. know, like I don't, I don't think, I think our. So then you you are basically saying that. It's all life experiences. Nobody is, this shit is not already written for people. It's the shit they go through that actually molds them. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I think. But could that I, already be written though, right? And so I'm, I'm saying from the perspective of like having an influence on somebody. Mm-hmm. Can you have that influence on them or were they already going to be what they was going to be? I think people's decisions are their own, but it's really important to lead with that when you're trying to influence them, like. I guess, like, as a parent or as an aunt like me, it's important, important to to say that these decisions are yours. But mm-hmm. from my experience and from what I've learned and how I've seen things in the many years that Always I've been here, depart- yeah. this is how I think it should go, you know? And I, I feel like you, you're going to have to go through that when the teenage year, years come by because mm-hmm. it's going to be it's gonna be them coming into them themselves. Like I'm, I'm, you know, when I'm not around here, I'm my own person. I don't yeah, need yeah. you dad. I don't need you mom, yeah. you know? And, um, it's going to be a matter of, I feel like explaining it in a certain way. I mm-hmm. think that the decision can still be theirs. It's just like, let them, let them know in a certain way. And of course, I don't think there's a perfect recipe. I think like you said, it's going to happen the way it happens regardless but what about when you give them all that space to make decisions and they make stupid ass decisions though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I just told you how what the best decision probably was. So what did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's gonna have to be. It's gonna be, you have to be. So what did you learn from this? Yeah, you know, but that's not just so parenting much. anyway, though, right? You know, no, every- people be like, "Yo, dumbass, yeah, why did you I do told that you shit? Not to do this. I told you not to do that because part of me also believes, like, I. If I've went through mistakes or if, I, if I've done dumb shit, it's so you don't have to do dumb shit. You know yeah. what I mean? You should be learning from the mistakes that have already happened around you. Yeah, so but... So if you just... If you got to bump your head yourself... Yeah, literally. That's a fucking problem. Touch that think, stove. Side on it's hot. I think, like, I guess in a, in a, where the bio, biology comes into play is when we were young, were we thinking about like that when we were... Talk, our parents were talk, yelling at us and telling us stuff. I was more so like, I mean, you probably right, but... I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it was a yeah. it was a headstrong thing. Like we were, when the cluck come to tell you to stay in school type shit. Yeah, it's know. like nigga, I know, but 
do you like do you really know what, it, what where your life can lead if you don't stay in school mm-hmm. we not i don't think we thinking that deep at at, at a young age no nah, you just think about what the fuck you finna eat and what you finna watch actually, get i'm starting to agree with you more because when i was young i went to go visit my cousin in prison mm-hmm. and i remember it had a really profound effect on me like when i went in i remember we uh we kicked it with him for like like 45 minutes mm-hmm. maybe an hour and like for the first 45 minutes the shit was all good you know what i'm saying when we got ready to leave i realized that we had to leave the nigga at the prison mm-hmm. and I, I was a little kid i started crying you know what i'm saying probably all the way he back can't home. come out like this nigga can't come out and i think that always influenced me like nigga, i don't want to go to jail, don't wanna go to jail. Mm-hmm. that shit sucks so maybe it is like this stuff they experience yeah, I think it's I think it's experiences. I think I think influence is very important. I think um you know, not to get too deep into the the two parent household, but male and female influence mm-hmm. are very important. You know, like the whole single mother, single father thing. Um yes, you can do it on your own, but it's there are things that you can't do for that child mm-hmm. being who you are. Yeah. Your perspective can be what it is, but hey, it takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. Very real. Um, you then, think it's easier raising daughters as a man or raising sons as a woman? I don't, that's the same thing. Just op- is it? So it. So you. I'm asking, what do y'all think is easier? Easier mm, as a single dad raising. Daughters or think, a single mom raising sons. I think they're single equivalent. Single mom raising sons. It's easier? Yeah. From your perspective or in general? I it's think, just we've I seen think, more, it, more examples think, of it. I think it would be easier. I think moms are already nurturing. And um, males don't have as much going on with their bodies as females. I guess. And I think from I can understand uh, that. Uh, <laughs> a male perspective, having to deal with like a female growing up, female body and all that shit, I think that's just a lot to deal for him to deal with. Yeah. That shit is. That's true. But that's you guys go through things too. The conversation still has to be had, whether it's a mom or a dad, like especially with, I feel like, hey, I think they're. Conversation about what? I think they're equivalent because y'all can get women pregnant at what age, y'all? As soon as y'all had, yeah, yeah. But still, that baby really never has to come live with that that child's mother. But Even is that what so, you want to teach? That's not what I want to teach. I'm just <laughs> is I, that what? I teach at a high school where this shit happens quite often. Yeah. So I'm like, even when the girl gets when you when her son gets that girl pregnant, you don't have to live with that pregnant girl. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but you have to live with knowing that you're you're bringing life into this world and what that means. The son has 13. to deal with that. At that point, the parent I I see parents can kind of disconnect. Like that's still not the the parent's child. That's the kid's child, and it's like they don't have to deal with the little girl being in the house pregnant. But as the parent, where shit. did you is is that not wrong? Did you is there something where you were wrong? Was there a lesson missed where where that child getting him him getting somebody pregnant at thirteen is no, it's definitely a problem, and it's fucked up, but I think it's, like, I'm just saying from the parenting perspective, when we was talking about, like, raising kids, which one is it easier to raise, I think that's one of the reasons why. Like, even if the son does go out there and get somebody pregnant, he's just coming home at night. Like, he's not coming home pregnant. He's not emotionally going through it. He don't, just because he's not carrying the child don't mean that he didn't have a, have a act, have a... 
shoe in a race or whatever. I guess you could say. I agree I feel with like, you. I feel like they're they're equivalent. I think that both sides there there is always going to be another side of the coin. Um, and I'm okay. Really big on, can we I'm, talk about a quick scenario? You the parent, right? Yeah. You say you the parent. Your son comes home. Hey, mom, I got a girl pregnant. I would lose my mind. Okay. Hey, mom, I'm pregnant. This is Who's your daughter. It's different. No, it's not. That's not different, dog. Different. It's not. That's it not. very different. That's. Come on, dog. Like, even if you were sick, slimy mom, you could just be like, well, you're never talking to that girl again. I forbid <laughs> you type shit. Compared to, wow, what am I going to do with this fucking well, baby? we're getting an abortion, so. I mean, okay, that's cool, but it's still now you got to take her to get the. It's emotional shit that has to be dealt with when you have the girl. Yeah, no, I think that the emotional trauma is is equivalent. I think that the lesson is that even if you got to go get the abortion and you the son's mom, you probably don't even got to take the girl to get the abortion. Yeah, but they have to give some money, but that's probably it. The emotional trauma of of committing an act that brought life into this world is on both the man and the woman. It's more taxing on the woman's body physically, physically, and mostly too. I would think. Okay. All right. Yeah, on both of them, right? No. This nigga told me he got that abortion. You was going to eat Leah's dad. <laughs> nigga, I was, I was like, wait, can we fuck? How long? <laughs> we had a great time. Okay. I was like, $40, that's it? Yes. <laughs> oh, come on now. I'm trying oh to tell you. Well, she had to go in there and actually go through you actual might be traumatic tripping. experience. It's not as traumatic for guys. Like, listen, when just because I had to do that, I came out of that. Oh, shit, you trying to get something to eat? What's the... Just because it's not... As traumatic for you all as the parent in this situation doesn't mean that the their conversation is different. Their conversation for you all is just as important as it would be for for me. No, for sure. I think that's like so we're talking about the parenting aspect. The conversations that we would have are different but the same. You have you know, you would have to talk to your daughter about having a period and the potentials of getting pregnant. I would have to talk to my son in STDs, STDs, getting somebody pregnant, what it means. I I agree with you. It's in all the same importance. I just think it's less to deal with. Yeah, no, I think that I think it's the same. I think I'm on the other side of that. It's 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 the same. This shit is traumatic either way. Like even navigating males who like you. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just navigating the whole situation. Like actually like. (laughs) Do this nigga like you, or is this nigga just want something <laughs> from you? Pipe. You know right. what I'm saying? I know my son is, he might like you, but he's definitely trying, trying to fuck. fuck. <laughs> he's definitely trying to fuck. He might like you, you know what I'm saying? So just navigating that. Yeah. Now, I could say if you got a male with a gay son, now that's probably crazy to navigate. Might be a little bit harder. A, a opposed opposed to a, a woman with a gay son. A woman with a gay son, that's probably. Yeah, I think mm. it. I think it. Yeah, you know, I think that's probably easier. Yeah, I think. Well, we said that women and sons is easier. Yeah, yeah, you all said that. I'm saying, I'm saying, a man about with a gay green. daughter that might be easy. Man with a gay daughter, then that might be easy. Uh, all right, all right. Giving them condoms and stuff. Still a lot to deal with, but it's even more to deal with. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about no pregnancy. Yeah. How you know? She, you know. 
Yeah. You can still get pregnant. You can, but if you're not fucking man, you're not going to get pregnant. That don't usually be on gay girls' mind. They be trying to fuck. Right. They be kind of like niggas. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They were more romantic than us by nature. They when, when, when gay women decide they want kids, it really be planned out, and it, it be mm-hmm. from what I've seen at least, it be kind of like good homes. Hey, except for that one time you saw that video. That, that clip <laughs> except for like, that one time, <laughs> like man, you, you got they got your you got your boy uh, lacking type shit. They still this this, this dyke with that was pregnant, like as fuck. Mm. And she took like a photo. Oh, shoot, I seen remember, got your boy lacking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know what what you're talking about, but yeah, nah, that's some that's some uh. Some interesting perspectives. Let us know what you all think. Um, yeah, we just got in our real parenting bag for a quick yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, y'all want to just, we can jump on this quick tech topic. Did I do that? We can jump on this quick tech topic. Uh, Netflix is now dropping games. Did y'all see that on y'all phone? Mm-mm. I saw, but I don't know how that shit could possibly work. They got Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Vice City, all of that shit on there. How does that work? Uh, I actually don't really know. I, um, but is my girl like, said there's been it's like the controls on your screen. So they've been had like Grand Theft Auto for the mobile. They've been had a bunch of these games, but it's just like now you can play them on Netflix. And I thought about Netflix getting into the gaming market, and I said that's fucking amazing because pretty yeah. much now all our games are online anyway, right? And so what is it to just have Netflix on your game? Like I think Netflix is going to start making new dope games right and mm. they got hella movies so they got the rights to a lot of shit lot they could probably shit. make like if they really could, interactive game for like our favorite movies and shit like, like a, a squid game game they a did squid, that you know already they did that for uh with black mirror for real yeah there's a, a season of black mirror where you oh bandersnatch bandersnatch or whatever the fuck. oh well, you like choose what's gonna happen right mm. so but what if it's a video game yes now? what if they start doing video games um and i was thinking like could they compete with big studios? And I thought they could. Well, this is what the well, this is what happened. They eliminated themselves from the gaming market when they took over Redbox because Redbox you could you could technically still get a game from there. And For it, real? You uh, in Blockbuster too? You could get a game. Oh yeah, mail to your sense. house, right, play right. it, and then mail it back. They yeah. did kill themselves. So then they when they came out with the movie and TV show thing, they're the like, app. yeah, yeah. the app they. They probably been trying to figure out how to come back into the market of gaming. Um, that makes sense because, like, if I got Xbox, I can go to my home screen, pull up Netflix, and just go play my downloaded games on there the same way I would do. Yeah, if I'm on my now Xbox. that would make sense. That, that that's why fine, I was right? wondering how how they're doing it because that would make perfect sense. Well, right now it's like mobile games, right? So if I go into my Netflix app, where are you? I'm not seeing this. Maybe y'all got to update because if I go on my, my Netflix right now and I look straight y'all down. Y'all playing for premium or something? You see? Mobile games. They got Squid Games, Grand right. Theft Autos. All of them right there. You have a mobile games category? You got to get the game. Oh, I see it. And you can download the games. And so I guess it just downloads. Oh, they got Bloom's Tower tower Defense? That's my shit. So that's that's dope. Tried it so you can see how it works, what the gameplay is like. Well, I, I have Grand Theft Auto. I bought this for my phone a long time ago. Okay. Um, I'm saying like on Netflix. I want to see what a Netflix, what it's like to play what it's like game. to play on Netflix, right? But yeah, like have get at the bottom any of your screen to install them included with your. I don't want to buy this though. How much is it? I don't know because I already bought all the games, so I don't know if it's going to charge me if I try to do it. So then you buy the game on Netflix. That's kind of whack. It says Netflix. It'll open this. It'll open it in the app. Yeah, the app store. 
well, that's fucking stupid. So you're not even playing it on Netflix then. Just, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's what? just a link on Netflix to the to the, to the games. That's dumb. See, yeah, this is weird. I don't know. What's going I'm on? not understanding the. We'll concept. come back to you guys next week about when this. We one. know more, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna dive deeper into that. Yeah, um, very interesting though. Very interesting. I think Netflix could actually become like the next rock star. Why do you say that? Like I said, they already have the platform that's on everybody's fucking systems. Well, why Rockstar, though, is what I'm saying. Because Netflix, Rockstar's known for, like, two, three games. Well, I think they can make big games. I think they have the IP to make, like, really dope movie games and shit, right? They can pick premises. I think I think it'd be good. No, they got they get they, 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 like you said, they have the, the rights to so many movies. They have literally unlimited potential type shit. And Grand Theft Auto is nothing but a big movie. It's a big movie where you jump in at different moments. But mm-hmm. yeah. That's what they need to be doing. Just making, making movies a movie? about the fucking games. That's it. Okay. I That's would it. love a uh, just think about Call a fucking, of Duty movie. I ain't gonna okay, lie. Fuck Call of Duty. Uh, heist. The heist shit that they had. Mm-hmm. What was the big uh, heist thing on Netflix? The new lift shit? Or you... No, the heist thing that was on Netflix that everybody watched. Money heist? Money heist. Like a money heist video game would probably be crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Go crazy. Throw the ball, boy. Fucking ball holder. All right, man. Uh, did y'all ever y'all want to talk about TD? I don't want to talk about TDJ's. Nah, I'm good on that. Y'all heard this Christian trap rap? So I was in the car the other day. I was in the car the other day, and I'm um I'm, I'm listening to this radio station, and it sounds like like trap hip hop. Mm. And then I started really listening close, and like all the shit was about like. Christian rap. Mm-hmm. It was all about like praying and it would be like mixed with these hard ass flows. And I was like, it's a whole radio station that's dedicated to nothing but like down south 808 Christian trap. Mm. I thought it was interesting. And if would y'all ever listen to some music like that? Depends. I'd have to hear it. Yeah, it depends. But I'm not into um, music that's a. Dent- I guess like you trying to get me to listen to it tight. Like if I want to listen to rap, I want to listen to drill music. If I want to listen, <laughs> if I want to listen to gospel, so you don't want no positive, gospel? no positive uh, trap music, right? So rap can't be positive. It can be. Yo, rap. I'm gonna can't listen be. to rap. I'm gonna listen to drill. I'm listening to straight murder. <laughs> yeah, straight murder music. What about Kanye type rap? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Whenever. But, <laughs> sure. But it's like, that's not, that's more so like, t- I don't know, like talking from a perspective than it is like talking about God and the Bible. I'm really, uh, I, I'm controversial on this t- subject a little bit. Like, I don't like churches. I think priests are, you know, they're pre, they're reading something that I could read and um, telling us their, their perspective on it when, we could very much so do that same thing right here. Gee, that's exactly, when I realized that's what church was, it, it it broke my heart. I realized, <laughs> I remember we were sitting in the balcony, T. It was one Sunday we were sitting in the balcony, mm-hmm. and it just all clicked for me. I said, yo, this nigga pick a couple words out this fucking book. He goes and has his week. And throughout his week, he picks some crazy shit that happens in his to week, right? To it. I don't even know if this shit is even happening, like... He just picks something that can relate or sound like the scripture, and then he just goes off and tells mm-hmm. the story. And, and it's just well-rounded. I understand that it's to keep the faith and um, keep the faith. Yeah. Like, 
you want to make sure that the house is in order and it understands that the word of God is being lived through us on a daily basis. I feel like I could believe all of that, but I don't need I don't need somebody's uh version of music. That's not what what gospel hasn't already been. I don't need um you know, I don't I don't want to say I don't need to go to church cuz I do like church. I'll go to church every now and then, but I'm not going to lie, I haven't been in a very long time. I think this speaks to my question a little bit. Does your gospel music have to come prepackaged the way it's already always been? Right? So if I'm saying no, say I'm trying to appeal to a new audience now, right? I'm trying to appeal to the youth. Should I keep trying to package old ass gospel, right? Cuz you somebody who's uh that's you, my shit. Yeah, my you style. listen. You listen to a lot of old ass gospel. Compared to yeah, like the Kirk Franklin style. But are we trying to get a new audience? <laughs> Stone. But even yeah, Kirk Franklin, that's a little too. That's new age for me. I don't like. It's that. still a little too. But gospel-y. it's like the hip hop. If that's the hip hop version. Hip-hop. Of like, <laughs> I'm talking about the gospel with no choir. Just the gospel, like new new trap rap gospel. Should we not be trying to? Is that not? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're trying to save the youth and try to get make it more appealable to them, yeah, sure. Yeah, I By can all understand means, that. But it's not for everybody, you know? Yeah, and like, that's, that's Some what niggas like to, gonna like the fucking drill style of church, of church music. I, think that's I don't think I'm I would, saying. you know? Because. <laughs> like, because I don't, I don't do it for that. Like, because, I'm going to get my gospel um, from Labyrinth. Gospel. That song he came out with for the last season of Euphoria. Oh, my God. It damn made me cry. It's a gospel yeah. song? I it, would has, say, uh, it has a, a stem of gospel, and they were in a church when he did it, so that might yeah. Mm, yeah. influence your brain. Yeah, so I think that, that one song, and I'm really big on listening to all that music. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll be known here. Jesus saved your soul, right? <laughs> 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 Boom, 808s and shit. Oh, man. But I do like these um, gospel ones here. Okay, yeah. Stump was fire. Would you, um... Say stump. How old were you when you realized that the pastor was up there making, doing... Um... Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't hear you, Bree. Oh, no. Keep talking. Uh, it, came out, yeah, it, came, it came out. Speak. Hello? Nah, he. Yeah. Dang, how long? It was probably only a couple seconds because I, I literally was hearing you and then I stopped hearing Um, But yeah, it's probably, yeah, probably when I was like, what, in my 20s? Sure. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I ain't got nothing to say, nothing yeah, else about the Christian trap, trap rock. Yeah. Yeah, but um, do you know the song? What song? The song that you were talking about. Oh, no, I know. I didn't know. It was a bunch of songs. They was all playing back So it's a radio station. It's a radio station. I actually have the radio station. 97.5. 97.5. So if you're out there, you should go listen to it. 97.5. It's crazy. It's WNUA. WNUA 95. Oh, that's 95.5. 95.5. 97.5. 97.5. Christian Chat. Christian no, it's crazy. It's on the subject. I guess uh, while we're on the subject, this uh, this guy I talked to is very religious, and he, um, I was showing him all the self help books that you mm-hmm. know what I the art no self help baby. I got the God. It's, <laughs> it's not even that, but oh. 
he said that I just feel like a lot of these books um, draw what the Bible says, the good things that are because of God, and basically say that it's for other reasons. And I'm like, um, I think it's more so about perspective. I think that everybody is allowed to make a book about their perspective. It might have some religious influence, but it might just be about life, life's influence on them, you know? Um, it was a very touchy subject for him. He doesn't watch the podcast, so I feel like we could we could talk about this. But yeah, it was like Man. he almost didn't want to talk about it after after a little while. Like I'm like, damn. I mean, I love me a good self help book. I think it does more than just point out things in religion. Like, what if think- God put the book in my hand? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like where do you where do you draw the line and like. God is doing his will. Like, how is yes. it bad for you to read this book? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, at what point, like... Not even bad to read it, but bad that somebody wrote it. Like, I don't think that yeah. this was written with the idea in mind that I'm going to I'm gonna strip the things that the Bible say for the good and put it into my words. And if anything, in my opinion, that's what the Bible is. It's a man-made version of what God's will, real will and testament was, mm-hmm. which... You know, because of the eons and uh, time that has passed, we'll, we'll never truly know. Mm-hmm. Bible is like a big thing, a telephone to me. Yeah. <laughs> big book yeah, of telephone. exactly. So, um, again, not to be too blasphemous. Leviticus, just- <laughs> write this down. <laughs> write that shit down. <laughs> I do feel, uh, yeah. Timothy. I do, I do feel like um, at our day and age, um, religion is, is a very interesting concept. Um, they they say Gen Z is becoming more religious than we are. For real? Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, it is very surprising. I wonder what the cause of that would be. Because yeah. your mom literally said that no no nobody's going to church no more. Like the youth are not going to church. The kids aren't going. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think religion is being seen as something different. Everybody's spiritual now. You know, they they believe in in something. They practice something, but they don't attribute it to. A specific religion, you know. I think I just found a niche. I think I was done. I didn't have. Oh, I did want to say something. You remember that Christian trap group that performed when we went on that field trip and Shorty started losing her mind? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. Let me get that, story. that was a trap. They was like uh, R and B. They was like an R and B Christian it, group. It, uh, we was young as hell. Some shit. We went on a uh, church trip and like these niggas came out of nowhere. That we, church trip was very profound for our, our life. Amazing. Like so, coming going forward. That's one thing that I think. Churches don't do enough. At least, at least I don't see it being done enough. Maybe it's still happening, but we used to go on these huge conventions. It's, we we uh, came from Progressive Baptist Church, and it was like the that was the National Baptist Convention or yeah. some shit. Yeah, so we would go on these convention tours, and it would just be kids from all. I would say the Midwest, all over the Midwest, yeah. all over the Midwest right? So you got Under Detroit, Ohio, all Kansas, these different places coming, you know. and they always gathered at like a really cool ass hotel mm-hmm. with like a mall or some shit attached. And so the kids was able to, like, meet and mingle. They had these classes where you can go and do, if you went to the classes, you can go and learn about, like, spirit dancing. Or you would go in and be, like, Bible drill study. Team or some drill shit, you team. Know. You know, it, it was just a really cool convention that, like, I don't know, it made church fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what church has to do. Like, if church is not fun for kids, you're not going to get them in there. And you know what's crazy is we is out there trying to fuck. Yeah, absolutely. So. Hey, that is crazy. That is crazy. But, like, <laughs> yeah. a lot of my first sexual experiences. Unfortunately, have started 
in the church or around the church or with church people. Hey, but it, wouldn't you want it to be done at a safe place like yeah. that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that the best place for it to really happen? Around good God-fearing folks, you know? Mm-hmm. So, hey. Yeah. Um, I got one. Are, are we moving on to the next subject? Yeah. Um, did you see the Miami police response video? Oh, the alien shit. Alien shit. I didn't see. But not I saw even the alien shit. It's the it's other shit. And I oh, it might be a lot of conspiracies from this, but the police response was very very heavy. It was ridiculous. For, yeah, it was a lot of cars out there. And they were saying it was for teens fighting. fighting. Mm. And I seen a couple of the videos. They was they was jumping people. They yeah. were like it was large groups of teens jumping people, stealing their shit. But um, we've seen that here, you know. Yeah, mob mob fights. <laughs> we've seen that, and the police response ain't. All, I mean, it's big, but it ain't what this was. It ain't as big as this. Nah. And one of them little kids had to get away, so they told them niggas it was a ten foot alien running around that bitch. <laughs> I would have called that shit in too. I'm trying that next time I see some little kids. Yo, it's a ten foot alien running around this bitch. Right, just to get them out of there. Get them up out of there. I don't know, but the fact that they're not really saying anything, they've already debunked in the the police, the Bayside. Miami police have said that it wasn't aliens, but they're not saying too much about what it was outside of the teens. It's just like that many cars for teens. I don't know. Maybe it just seemed a little wild. I don't know what it could have been. I don't, I don't consider Florida a part of the United yeah. States anymore. <laughs> exactly. So like whatever happens down there, yo, that shit is liable to be true. And then I heard, I heard the word terrorist fly around. Now that I could believe a terrorist, terrorist? threat. Yeah. 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 That's valid. Yeah, no, and but you it wouldn't want to alarm the city with false terrorist threats. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's wow. Um, anybody that. in Miami that watches us and you know something, let yeah. us know in the comments. Let us know in the, in the voicemails. In the yeah. voicemails in the comments, because I just, really want to know. At this point, you can't tell me about an alien at a public place and no footage comes right. out, right? Yeah, no. Like, if no footage I'm is tired out, of that shit. We've been doing this shit for yeah, 40 I'm years. Good. I ain't falling for that shit no more. We didn't Mm-mm. go to the moon. We don't know none of that shit. I'm done with that. No, for real. Even though I was just watching a series where everybody was downloading this app and it kept deleting shit. It kept turning people, uh, declining people phone calls. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was an yeah. app that was doing all of that. I was like, these hackers, they damn near could if they wanted to. Oh, absolutely. They could. I don't um, save passwords in my phone no more because of them <laughs> niggas, man. Mm. They be hey, on. they be on it. Hacked the cable account one too many times. What you just say? You just said something. Um. Another subject? What did I say? I thought you said something else. I don't recall. Okay. Nigga J-Love dropping motherfucking bombs in this bitch. Do your thing then, nigga. Well, people. Wave it off? Oh, voicemails. That's what you said. Yeah, leave it in the voicemails. Right. And I think... um, Is that a rap? What we doing, y'all? I, don't, I think we we uh, we uh talked... We had a new voicemail. Uh, oh, we text did? Text message. That we never got to. Um, Let me see. Which is a very good one. Shout out to whoever, whoever this is. Is We're going to leave it as anonymous because uh, hit the button. Oh, this one? Yeah. Hit the, hit the button, Terry. Get your ass out the game, bro. I know. You ain't yeah. been present. You're on camera. You've been off the whole Sorry. time, bro. We shouldn't even put this on. Right. You're like a child right now. Pay attention, damn it. I'm listening. These niggas finna lose. But um, it's a touchdown. Nigga. Yeah, shout out to this person. They Crazy. they ask, how do you deal with outgrowing family? 
And then also, why does Jermaine Dupri have you blocked on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know who he's talking about. What does outgrowing some- family mean? You want to let's start with the Jermaine Dupree thing. I said something about uh, it was a very long time ago, 2010 ish. That is a long time. Very ago. long time. That's the infancy of Twitter. <laughs> Maybe online too. Exactly. Um, I said something about either way he looked in one of his pictures or the way he sounded in probably the way he looked in one of his pictures. Mm. And he was like, "Ha ha ha! Enjoy this block or something like that," and he blocked me. That's why something I said triggered him. Which that probably know. was a good joke then, and it might have been a little bit of true. For the nigga to laugh and feel away, it probably was a little true. Yeah, enjoy, probably, it yeah. was definitely an enjoy this block at the end of it though. But yeah, um, I've been blocked for ten years or more. Oh damn, unblock Tahin, uh, Jermaine, please. <laughs> Come on now, he'll, he'll. we love Mariah over here, dog. <laughs> Right. Okay, but very good other question. How do you deal with outgrowing family? What does outgrowing family mean? Oh, like you're tired of your family? Like you've outgrown them like personally? And like you don't need them in your life? Like, yeah, as you get I guess older? So. Outgrowing family. I would I would like replace your success level has reached a certain level and now they're like I would say, um, look at it this way. Do you have any family members that you could not see yourself hanging out with anymore because you guys think so differently. Oh, okay. This is a good question. Okay, so like cousins or some shit. Yeah. Move. You like I like On I got the wrong side of the tracks. Like I got <laughs> cousins that okay, dope. I got cousins that grew up Indiana in like a, right, my right, my Indiana cousins, right? And the like, animals. They necessarily if I they would come here, right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't necessarily bring them when we was younger, we would go out to party up north and shit. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't necessarily bring them with me when we started to go party up north and shit. Just because it was such a different it was a, atmosphere, there was a chance that they was gonna, that they was gonna tweak out. You know what I mean? So I understand that completely. Like that shit happens. Um, How do you deal with it? I think you gotta move accordingly. Basically, yeah. don't invite them everywhere. I think that's anybody though. Like as you growing up, you gotta know who, who you can invite certain places and who you can't. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's easier to uh, outgrow yeah. family than it is outgrow your friends. What? Yeah. No. Cause like, yeah. Cause like some family members, like you, you're, you're close with your kids, but then you just don't talk to them. Like you don't say you move to a different state or something like that. You just guys just get further and further apart. Even with family, like sometimes friends, friends only be like, close because they're family, but uh, like you don't talk to this person right. on an everyday basis. You don't even like. That's not how growing though. Like you grew, you didn't grow up and make a decision that this is not our our lives aren't in alignment no more. That's more so like y'all did y'all just distant. You like, know. you was close with this person, then you went away to college and got a whole nother friend group, mm-hmm. and now y'all on some different shit. That's, you saying something like that? That's that's not, I don't think that's outgrowing. I think that we're we're still friends, but we just don't hang out as much as we oh, used to. Oh, my white boy Weston, like, my friend from Columbia that I, like, play music and shit with, mm-hmm. like, he's from, like, rural Illinois type shit. So he says he always hates going home for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas shit like that because, like, the rest of his family are not, like, as modern as he is, you know, right, like right, right. they're all stuck in their old like hick ways and shit. Like <laughs> they're all Trump supporters and shit yeah. like that, and like they're not necessarily woke. He's like, dude, Terry, if you heard the stuff that they talk about around my table, like nigger. you know, pretty much type shit. <laughs> you know, so I can see the like that's business. outgrowing your family, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like your views aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Our morals and views, and we're not in alignment anymore. We are. I have outgrown y'all bullshit, mm-hmm. right, you know. Right. Um. Yeah, I think for me, um, 
I feel like we're all kind of family oriented here, so it's a little weird yeah. for us to answer this question, right? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying like, to think of, but I know people who've like totally fallen out with their family, yeah, right? Don't fuck with their family. And at so all. them situations is like, I, I don't think it's the hardest thing to do um, because I've seen it done so much, right? Yeah, I've always said that I think it's, I've, I've seen it, but I can't relate. Like you were just saying, yeah. like I'm very close with my family and I don't, I don't understand the other side. Yeah. So the perspective would have to be an enlightening one. I would be enlightened by somebody sharing how that, how something like that could happen, you know, because um, I feel like at the end of the day, that's what, what you got. I think it, it takes me back to the, the Game of Thrones route. Like, this is my tribe, and the smaller and smaller they get, the more and more it's just me, like, well, out here in this world, you I know? I think you can get to a point where you might not need your family, right? It's possible you can get to a point where you might not need your family. Don't mean that you shouldn't appreciate them, though, right? Because, like... I don't if, understand that. I, um, Say somebody who becomes, like, the ultimate provider in their family, right? Is And they and they become successful, they go out to have, like... What if they become the per step, that person in their family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, You might not need your family for anything, but I think you should... You probably will need them emotionally for other things like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, a person that come from, like, a bad situation, I just think you should just still appreciate your family. Yeah. But you might not necessarily need them. If y'all get what I'm trying to say. I get it. It's like you might... I think you should appreciate your moments and everything with them, but you may get to a point... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I feel like it's hard for y'all to try to understand. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, bring it home because I, I feel like I, I'll always need them, and I feel like even in a situation where, um, let's say I make, I'm making more money than anybody mm-hmm. in my family, um, I can put them in places where they never been before. I feel like I would still need them. Like I would still need them to rely on keeping me humble, mm-hmm. keeping me le- level headed, mm-hmm. grounded. Tell that to an know. orphan though. Like, if I'm talking to an orphan, well, that, and an orphan is like, yo, no, I didn't need them. And yeah, they can answer that, to, like, straight up. To I me. think that's coming from a place of not not yeah. having rather exactly. than not not needing. Okay. Like, they they don't know. in their heart. They, they definitely need they They want them. Mm-hmm. They, don't, yeah. they don't even know what it's like. So you don't like. need them, but you could want them. Mm. That's, what I, that's what I'm trying to get at. I feel like everybody needs, you know, love and nurturing at some point. Yeah, you know? from... Yeah, and I think I think yeah, I think because it's gonna make them miserable for the rest of their life. But you don't they think that like, can oh, happen? So what if this? Per- what if a person goes out, creates a whole new family, they get the okay. I guess they still have a family. Yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. They go get another family. Yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that's that happens missing. A lot too, yeah. I think that, and I think that even people when they do say, because there is a, a argument to be made on on the side that you're saying, I just don't know it. Yeah. I don't think we know it. I think, I think when you're when you feel that way, you find a way to replace it with mm-hmm. something else, with friends, with people who are like moms, right, with right. Um, older coworkers who you just vibe with and you love them like a mom. Yeah. Like it all goes back to the family aspect, though. It all comes from from somewhere because nobody is saying, "I don't need no mom, I don't need no dad, I don't need no uncles, cousins," because. I'm good all by myself. Mm-hmm. They're not all by themselves. They got friends that remind them of what it, what what it means being to be a loved, family. Yeah, yeah. When the holidays come around, this mm-hmm. is the places they go. Yeah. I get that completely. Yeah. I get that completely. So, I think, okay, yeah. so I think, what, what would, how do you deal with outgrowing 
Is that was the question? How do you deal with outgrowing family? I, I think you got to be honest with them. Oh, I yeah. tell them where, like, yeah. where your head is and where you differ with them, and if they like are willing to meet you halfway, you know. I think that's a waste of your fucking time. <laughs> At this point, like, they probably who they are. They know. I think you should mm-hmm. honestly just appreciate them for who they are and distance yourself. It don't even got to be a distance. Like, you know what you're getting into when you go to be with your family. Like, most people don't even see their family on an everyday basis. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, I think at this point, just appreciate them. But don't necessarily, you don't have to let that become you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like in... Um, Why well, burn a bridge over? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like me and my, my eldest sister have... um had differences over our over the course of our relationship where um we don't we don't see eye to eye on a lot of concepts and things so we have fallen out but we've we've fallen back in as well we've gotten back cool falling out gotten back cool um but i do think that that's like the closest that i could relate to um outgrowing somebody and you think a dis just a disagreement like, could make y'all completely just stop talking for I guess so. It probably could. I don't know. Makes sense. I don't think, I mean, like, what type of disagreement? We've, like, we we disagree. Because I bring my wife home and y'all hate my wife. Ooh, very touchy subject. Um, <laughs> no. Because what what my feelings towards her ain't got nothing to do with the way I feel about you is how I see it. I think that. What's the longest you ever gone without talking to your brother, T, after y'all have had a disagreement? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's close about that. But we got it to it sometimes, but How long? you know the type of nigga I am. Like, You're not going to let it stay sour for too yeah, long? Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> I'm not a grudge holder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. If a motherfucker's still mad at me, I'm like, I'll knock it off type shit, you know? Yeah, you'll be all right. Joe here. You know? You'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that that's... It's very important, no matter where you are in your your family journey, to understand that, like you said, it's not worth burning bridges over. It's like, mm-hmm. you the only family I got. You know, I might not agree with, with everything you do, but you're still my family. You know? Yeah, like, unless you have to live with your family on a day-to-day basis, I just don't think it's important enough to... Yeah, <laughs> it's not... You know what I'm saying? It's just I don't not have to deal with it on yeah. a regular basis. I don't agree with it, and you know I don't agree with it. But yeah, and even like not most of the times when family is coming with their opinions and shit, it usually be just out of the um. They usually want the best for you, right? So yeah. even like your homie whose family is being racist, they probably think that black people are the devil. You know what I'm saying? So even <laughs> they that, want the best for even you. Even that's right. coming from a good place. You uh, know what I'm saying? And that's <laughs> they I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I, but I do think that to that, if you can't, if you can't, um, I, I guess, tolerate their perspective being so narrow, because mm-hmm. that's a narrow-minded. <laughs> if you can't deal with that, then I would say distance would be the answer. Like, you yeah. all... Just don't just check in every now and then. Y'all don't gotta be up under each other. You don't have to hit on the subjects that bring up those bring type up of conversation. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Keep it cute, keep it short, you know. And how to deal with outgrowing family, like you know your family, right? So mm-hmm. you should know how to deal with them. Like you should know their tendencies. You should know what shit to stray away from, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I think I think it's um it's in, it's important to try to try to not sever ties, you know. At all. Especially amongst us, uh amongst black people. Yeah. Well, we need we need our family units more than any other race, in my opinion. We yeah. need we need the family unit, no matter what that looks like. Absolutely, yeah, uh-huh. man. I think this was a solid one. Yeah. Power in our numbers, but yeah. Oh man, this is the end of a. It's the end of the season. I want to shout out the Bears, shout out Justin Fields, <laughs> everybody for an amazing season. Just shout him out, T. <laughs> you got anything to say? Is it? Uh, are they getting getting rid of him? Or is there? Talk- we'll see. This is gonna. Have a lot of effect on it. Yeah, we trying to get some prize picks money. So you got any? What you think? We go, I think about what we going to the play. What? What should we? What we, we doing? Going to play? To that shit. What? What? <laughs> oh man! Thanks for watching. Yeah. Um Very good episode. Twenty twenty four. Our first episode. First episode of twenty twenty four. In the books, yeah. baby. Appreciate y'all for watching. My thoughts, my thoughts. Make sure y'all call. Uh, our number is one eight seven two. Two six nine. Two six nine. Forty three seventy five. Yeah. That's it. That's it right there. So make sure y'all Alexander James Whiskey. Shout out yes, Alexander James. Go pick that up right now. James, even during dry January. Yep. <laughs> some of that Are you doing dry January? I am. I'm doing a lot of good good things for myself and I feel great even though it's only been six, seven days. I, I've made a lot of lifestyle changes. That's dope. I didn't know that was a thing. Dry that was my first time ever hearing that. Dry January, yeah. Um but the water app, I was telling uh, Reezy, I'm monitoring my water intake. It also allows you to hydrate with alcohol. So I could put that I took a shot mm-hmm. of whiskey, but it's going to tell me how much it dehydrates me. Oh, and you can but, rehydrate back up. Okay, cool. Yeah, but the process of hydrating, like, to getting to my goal is hard. So I don't, I almost don't want to drink because not knowing what it's going to do to my body pretty much. What, um, what it is says it? It says it's by 300%. Why does it take so hard to, why is it so hard to hydrate? Um, because you think you're doing enough by chugging a bottle of water mm-hmm. here and there, maybe like every other hour, but it's still not enough. You're not hitting. Yeah. It depends on how much you weigh. Um, and so you base that by like, uh, the amount of ounces you should be doing. So that's where my goal is. And I guess if you don't weigh a lot, it's a lot easier to hydrate, but, hmm. um, I'm gonna look this up. This is called the water app. Uh, it's called water llama. Water llama. All right. Yeah. No more free ads, but all right, y'all. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, y'all.